Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man back, the District 1 Republican, the great state of Florida. It's Matt Gates. Matt, how are you? Good to see you. Oh, I'm great, though. We have got a lot to do here in Washington to rein in the corruption that is being laid bare in each and every committee hearing regarding the censorship industrial complex, uh, the bribes that people were reporting to the FBI uh, being paid to the Biden family, and uh, certainly the work we've got to do ahead on the budget process. One thing I've learned after seven years in Congress, Joe, you are going to get everything that you continue to allow money to go to. And so we've got to, I think, really constrain uh, the resources that are going to some of these dark and unsavory places. You know, we could spend two hours on just what happened yesterday, but I want to start with what happened today in this anti-censorship hearing where the left attempted to censor Robert F. Kennedy Jr. It, it was the strangest thing where they just completely outed themselves. Debbie Wasserman Schultz, one of the hearings stopped. They don't want to hear from the guy anymore. You had Plaskett, Plasker, I forget her name. She, she's sitting there trying to stop him from going over five minutes in one second. What are they so afraid of, Matt? And literally, this country is based on the fact that you and I can disagree and it's allowed. Yeah, we have uh, some Democrats in Congress who don't want to engage in the substance of the issue before us, whether that's censorship or surveillance or foreign policy. What they want to do is they want to say that Republicans are not worthy of even being listened to. And I try to not fall into that trap. I want to address arguments that any elected member of Congress presents on the substance of those arguments. Here's the substance that the evidence bears out. There is a coordinated effort between big government, big media, and big tech to shape the very nature of truth itself. And they use government officials to go and coax and cajole technology companies to ensure that certain information that doesn't go along with doctrinal thinking just isn't accessible to the populace. And if you really peel back the layers of that onion, it, it takes a very low view of our fellow Americans. You see, I actually think we're not so frail. We're not so fragile. We can encounter misinformation, disinformation, false information, and really we ought to inspire the tools in one another to compare sources, yeah. to compare the quality of the argument. Because if we do that, we develop in our own minds and in our own existence a resilience that the government alone could never provide us. And in fact, this isn't really about the protection of the American people, whether it's the behavior of House Democrats today or the behavior we see in the Biden White House trying to censor people. It's really about maintaining power. And they know if they control the information, they will hold power longer. And that is deeply devious. He's a member of the House Armed Services Committee and the House Judiciary Committee. It's uh, District 1 Republican, great state of Florida, Matt Gates. Go to Rep Matt Gates everywhere, R-E-P Matt and then G-A-E-T-Z. Firebrand is his brand. He's a great podcast host, but more importantly, he's doing the job of the American people in, in Congress. RFK Jr. brought up a term today that I hadn't heard before. Now, I know that misinformation is what I gave information, but I just got it wrong. 
disinformation. I purposely put out wrong information to persuade the person consuming it. Malinformation is what he brought up today, which is something different. I guess that's what big tech or big government or big academia can say. Well, I can't argue the information, but I don't like that it's out there. Is that is that what it is? Right. It's a new category that gives expansive powers to government to be able to take action against otherwise lawful speech. You see, for quite some time in this country, we've had legal doctrine around speech that is uh, appropriate, allowed, able to be constrained. You can't yell fire in a crowded theater. But here, the government needed a category of information that wasn't untrue. It was just not convenient for their particular purpose. And uh, we saw these disinformation, malinformation, misinformation labels even append to the commentary of members of Congress. My colleague Thomas Massey of Kentucky pointed out today that when he was talking about natural immunity as uh, a strategy, when he talked about the transmissibility of COVID after the vaccine, he literally saw those comments suppressed Uh, labeled as uh, misleading, in fact, by uh, the powers that be at the time. And it's really a lot worse when you have the people in the government goosing it and cajoling it and forcing uh, their desired outcome set. And we're proving that more each and every day. But we can't just be outraged by it, Joe. I, I keep bringing it back to this. Government funding runs out at the end of September. We cannot continue to send cash to all of these different entities at the Department of Defense, Department of State, Department of Homeland Security that worked to really uh, put our country in a in a place that we've not been accustomed. And that is uh, where free flowing information isn't central to our national discussion. Yeah, but Matt, thank God you guys have the House now. When you didn't have the House, the Republicans in the Senate could have stopped Nancy Pelosi from setting the agenda and could have used that leverage. They rolled over like nothing. Are you con- are, are you convinced, even though we saw 83 Republicans vote against reinstating pilots that were pushed out of their jobs because they didn't want to take this vaccine that's not even FDA approved, um, 83 Republicans rolled. Are you confident that you can get this spending bill done and actually restrain out-of-control government this time? Last time I had high hopes. Wasn't even close. We're behind. I'll be straight with you. We should have already been moving appropriations bills to the floor uh, with our policy goals enshrined, and we should have been building Republican unity toward that end. I was disappointed when a handful of Republicans voted against some of my amendments to go even farther in taking DEI out of the military. I have been disappointed that some of our more moderate colleagues have been unwilling to join us in some of the accountability that's necessary to defund the salaries of the FBI director, the ATF director, others who have clearly gone beyond their legal authority to punish our fellow Americans. We've got Republicans who aren't joining me in my efforts to try to defund the Jack Smith investigation, uh, upon which the Congress certainly has equities, given it is an interference in a federal election, uh, and we obviously have a role in that process. So uh, I think there needs to be a tougher spine with a lot of folks, uh, particularly in the House majority. I work every day to try to make sure your listeners are well apprised as to what's coming at us on a decision standpoint and we want folks engaged so that we get better outcomes. Get his book called Firebrand. Get his podcast called Firebrand. He's excellent. Really lays it out. And you've got a great guest on there all the time as well. It's uh, U.S. Representative Matt Gates. Let's get into the Jack Smith thing a little bit more in earnest. 
You, you say you want to defund it, and I keep hearing my entire life since I was eight when I started getting interested in politics that the House holds the purse strings, but it really doesn't. I mean, you can get this thing passed where you defund this guy. The Senate will never take it up. The president would never sign it should it get through the Senate. But you made a great point earlier. I saw this on video as to why you still want to do it. Why is that? Well, I think that Republicans need to be counted. And right now, we've got far too many who view this matter as a law enforcement endeavor, not as an election interference operation. So what my legislation does is it really ripens the Jack Smith enterprise more in the light of the Robert Mueller endeavor, more in the light of the overall Ukraine hoax, Russia right. hoax, uh, and not as a, an effort to try to legitimately resolve some question of novel criminal law. Here you had President Trump saying he wanted people to go peacefully and patriotically to the Capitol. He certainly committed no crimes on January 6th. Uh, it was terrible to see what we saw in Michigan, where people who just thought they were making themselves available in the event that they needed to be electors, now all of a sudden charged with crimes that could put them in jail for the rest of their lives. So uh, I think that it's important for the Congress to be more engaged and more involved than we are now. Uh, we certainly have an interest in the resolution of this. And if we fund it, then we're okay with it. And I'm not okay with it, and I want the entire country to know why. U.S. Representative Matt Gates, go to Rep. Matt Gates everywhere, all social media. And again, go get his podcast, go get his book called Firebrand. Uh, Dana Nessel's nuts in Michigan. You're right. What she's doing to those 16 people is incredible. 70-year-old people might face the rest of their lives behind bars because they, they I thought that in every election the, you had alternative or alternate electors just in case there was a challenge and it was successful. I mean, we've got people like like Raskin and, and uh, uh, um, many others who have been challenging every Republican win for the general election for all of time. But for some reason, if you have alternative electors, should Mike Pence have said, well, we're going to take the Republicans instead of the Democrats, or if you and Cruz and others were successful in challenging, why wouldn't you have those? What, what exactly did they do wrong other than Dana Nessel, who wanted to lock up journalists who were reporting the truth about COVID and vaccines the entire time? What did they do wrong other than just tweak her and she, she, she decided she wants to put some people behind bars? They didn't do anything wrong, and obviously no one was planning an insurrection based on a handful of Michigan grandmothers. Right. Uh, it's almost so ludicrous to even reflect on seriously, but there is a serious note of danger here. You see, what we've observed from Jack Smith, from Alvin Bragg, uh, here now in Michigan, is an effort to use criminal process to try to make people afraid of a political movement they don't like. And that's what I really resent. We ought to resolve our political disputes at the ballot box. But they want to be able to tell their neighbor that you should be afraid of MAGA, that we want to hurt people, that we mean violence. Nothing could be further from the truth. These people in Michigan didn't want to hurt anybody. They certainly didn't want to hurt our democracy. But in the event that there were no qualified electors from the state of Michigan as a consequence of a resolution of factual determination that we could not count those electors. Right. These were people that were simply putting themselves forward and willing to endeavor that objective. Uh, that does not make them criminals. But Joe, in a weird way, the crazier and the more obtuse the applications of criminal law are that come from the left, I think the more people are starting to wake up that this is indeed lawfare substituting for politics, and that's not the behavior of a free country. Yeah, you, you just made a point that I hadn't thought about. I don't think my, my viewers and listeners thought about it either. These people are smart enough to know Alvin Bragg and Jack Smith and the Fulton County, whoever that person is, and, and then Michigan, uh, Dana Nessel. These people are smart enough to know that what they're doing is not going to work in, in a criminal sense. 
Donald Trump's not going to go to prison for anything. He didn't do anything wrong. But if they can scare enough people into thinking, I'll lock you up if you don't do as I say, then they're just as effective, aren't they? Undeniably. And there's a, sort of a theory of the case in Washington that at times the process is the punishment. Yeah. And certainly with President Trump, they're trying to make that the case. I, I don't believe they've gotten quite the result they've wanted politically because in the polls, we continue to see people coalesce around President Trump and his vision and his movement. But uh, the vertically integrated nature of this is not by accident. You now have at the state level, the Michigan attorney general going after grandmothers at the local level. You've got Alvin Bragg, Fonnie Willis. And then, of course, at the federal level, you have Jack Smith rerunning the plays of the January 6th committee uh, in an effort to try to create this vertically integrated wall against President Trump's return to political power through the elections and through the voters. And it's very important the American people see that play uh, because if we do not recognize it, if we did not deconstruct it, then it will continue to reemerge as a way to take the, the choice of who our leaders are away from the great people of our country. It's clear that it's time that we count the Republican heads and votes when it comes to Jack Smith. After yesterday's testimony from the IRS whistleblowers, one of which is a Democrat, and they didn't care about his sexuality, but the fact that he's gay seems to be important as well. This is not a MAGA guy. This is a guy, they're both guys, who just wanted the truth to come out. Um, Is it time for Republicans to get counted on impeaching Merrick Garland? Do we not have enough now that that Weissman said, this goes above me, and Merrick Garland testified to you guys that, uh, that Weissman could do anything he wanted? Before yesterday... I would have told you that we don't have the votes on the House Judiciary Committee to impeach anyone. Uh, I have not circled back with all of my colleagues, but how could you not be confronted with this testimony and think anything other than the fix was in to ensure that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden were protected by this national security apparatus at the FBI, DOJ, and very likely elsewhere? When you hear these witnesses, you do see true patriotism, though, Joe. You, you and I spend a lot of time criticizing these agencies in Washington, D.C., but in all of them, there are good patriots. There are whistleblowers. There are people who see what goes on, and they know that it is wrong, and it does not comport with their values. Uh, it does not comport with their sense of justice. And when those folks come forward, they need to be listened to. And now our work is to corroborate that evidence. Uh, and you didn't really see the Democrats disputing the facts, did yeah. you? No, not at all. They wanted to criticize the whistleblowers, criticize Republicans, criticize Trump. When I go into these things where we're doing oversight of the Biden administration, I try not to mention President Trump at all, and usually the Republicans don't. The Republicans are focused on the facts and the law and oversight. Democrats become in a little tither over President Trump, and they try every distraction like you saw today in the House Judiciary Committee and then previously in the Oversight Committee. So get used to it. It's coming into more and more of an intense political season as the uh, calendar brings us closer to 2024. But we have to keep our eye on the prize, and that's delivering the factual evidence and then coming behind that stripping away the authorities that have been turned against the people and then draining away the resources that are so often fungible in government uh, to be used outside of the bounds of the law. It is uh, U.S. Representative Matt Gates, the firebrand himself. Go to um, gates.house.gov slash firebrand. Get his book also called Firebrand. Check out his podcast. So as the dominoes continue to fall, if Weissman was telling the truth, that means Garland had to be lying. Garland could not have not known about what was going on with Hunter Biden because that goes to the highest levels. The FD23 now released by Grassley and by Comer, that suggests that Biden is as dirty as you and I have assumed that he has been for a long time. 
does that next chip that falls, is it an impeachment of Biden? Even if you can't get it through the Senate, I mean, it only makes sense. They impeached President Trump on nothing twice. You've got real evidence here against President Biden. We do. We've got to corroborate that evidence. Uh, But there are two tracks that deserve equal attention. The first is whether or not Joe Biden took these bribes. And just as damning as the bank records are, just as damning as the whistleblower testimony are, are the outcomes, right? Nobody ever pays a bribe to not get anything. And it's pretty clear to see what people got who paid the Bidens. They got a prosecutor fired in Ukraine. And then the Chinese were like, well, to heck with that. We don't want just one prosecutor fired. We want all the prosecutors fired who are targeting Chinese influence in the United States. President Trump had set up a China initiative to go after their efforts to infiltrate our universities and our political circles and our business elites. And we were actually winning cases against people that were engaged in espionage on behalf of the CCP. And Joe Biden dissolved the Trump China initiative. So there's the paying of the bribe. There's what they got for it, and what we've got to do to go put our country back on a more secure footing like we were under President Trump. But then there is the suppression of this information. There is a group of people at the FBI called the Foreign Influence Task Force. And that sounds real fancy, but the reality is those are Joe Biden's plumbers. Everybody remembers from the Nixon era, the plumbers, right? And the job of the Foreign Influence Task Force was to discredit any information that was derogatory about the Bidens as Russian disinformation and foreign influence, when the reality is this information was coming to the FBI from far more reliable sources than the information that came in that was derogatory about President Trump. Right. And if it was bad about Trump, it was investigations and special counsels and impeachments. And if it's about Biden, oh, that's just foreign influence. Don't look the, don't look in that direction. And that's why we've got to shine the light on this stuff. He represents District 1 of the great state of Florida, but I think he represents all of America and certainly represents the Constitution. The firebrand is Matt Gates. Follow him everywhere, Rep Matt Gates on all social media. Matt, thanks a million for making time. Let's do it again soon. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. We've got uh, more information on that FD-1023 being released today. We're going to talk about that, certainly. Good news, if you like the Matt Gates interview you just heard or you just watched, depending on how you're consuming the show, there's more to it. I will post the entire thing tonight on Rumble. About three minutes I had to take out of there. We do talk about the superintendent of the Air Force not knowing what genders are being pushed by him and others in the Air Force. It's a very interesting back and forth that he and Matt Gates had, and uh, Gates and I talk about it. So make sure you go and check out the Rumble feed. If you're on Rumble, it's rumble.com slash Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S. Don't forget to check out the Instagram Joe Talk Show, the latest reel that I put up there. I dare you to watch that and not laugh at what Joe Biden's doing. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Coming right back. Stay here. 
This is the Joe Pegg Show.